Welcome to the Infused Entrepreneur Podcast, featuring today's most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. Hear all about their infusion soft journey and discover the one thing that will transform your business today. Welcome to this episode of the Enthused Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Ashley Marshall and here on this podcast we interview aspiring entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who are using Infusionsoft as the main engine for their business. Today we've got a fantastic guest called Tina Sibley come to talk to us about how she uses Infusionsoft in her business, the Webinar Diva. Tina's the Webinar Diva and has been helping people get their webinars up and running uh, for quite some time now and has had some really great results from Infusionsoft. So without any further time, let's move across to the main interview and hear from Tina. So, hi Tina, um, this is uh, really brilliant for you to come on to this interview today, really looking forward to hearing a bit more from you, and for everybody listening, Tina is the webinar diva, so I'll hand over to Tina straight away, just introduce yourself Tina, let us know a little bit more about you and your business, um, and yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Okay, uh, well thanks for inviting me Ashley, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, and people may be wondering, well, what is the webinar diva? Well, my background is helping uh, people who have got businesses to attract more clients and make more sales through speaking and presenting. And these days, with more and more businesses going online and you know the, the big, massive uptake in internet marketing, it seems that there is so much more demand for helping people with webinars because a webinar, after all, is an online presentation. So it's been keeping me really busy, and what I'm I'm mainly doing these days is helping people um, who've got online businesses, or helping you know people like coaches, consultants, speakers, to really get going and make a lot of sales through the use of webinars. Um, and it is a fantastic tool because it's so easy to do, and you can set one up within a week, and you can start earning money, which is fantastic. Wow, that's absolutely brilliant. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that as we go through our interview today. Um, if One of the things we always talk about with our guests is think about something that you'd share, something that uh, somebody once said to you about starting your business as a, an entrepreneur. Here we're called Enthused Entrepreneur, um, hearing from enthusiastic people just like yourself. Um, what was it, one thing that somebody said to you um, that was valuable or a success quote, something that you go, goes on your wall as a, a mantra for your day? Well, I've got a success quote on my wall, which I've had for a long time, and it's it's been relevant well, ever since I started in business, really. And it's a quote that is attributed to Mark Twain, although nobody ever really knows if he said it or not. Uh, but it's 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So sail away from the safe harbour, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. And that, for me, has been one of the best um, success quotes because you can't be successful unless you come out of that comfort zone. And for me, you know, it's really kind of reminded me that staying safe doesn't get you anywhere and you have to take a few risks, you have to kind of you know, get out into the world and you just tweak and adjust course as you go, really. So, you know, that's that's kind of um, one of the mantras that I live by and I've got a lovely picture of a, a nice tall ship, um, you know, with big sails on my wall and, and I love it. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Can you just say it for us end-to-end -end again? 
20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So sail away from the safe harbour, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. I love that Yeah, quote. I that's do fantastic. as well. No, I, d- I think that's brilliant. And um, so I guess coming out of your comfort zone, that was uh, pretty... It must have been really hard the first time you did a webinar. Can you uh, share a story of when that happened? But also think about, you know, the topic for our listeners is all about your journey with Infusionsoft. Mm. And, you know, for many people, that isn't often the easiest start. And sometimes it means thinking about the business differently. Mm. So give us something of a a kind of a a failure story, you know, a story of when it wasn't so easy. And uh, (laughs) I've got plenty of them. For everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The first kind of. Well, the first webinar I ever did was a bit of a disaster, quite frankly, because, again, it was learning. I mean, I've been a speaker for years and speaking successfully on stages and, you know, in meeting rooms and all that kind of stuff. But suddenly it was getting my head around technology. And I did find it a massive challenge. I found that I was coming out of my comfort zone. It was a different style of speaking when you're speaking to a webcam or just over... Um, PowerPoint slides uh, where people can't see you Um, but you know you soon get used to it and I got used to doing webinars became really comfortable with them and then of course when I switched over to using Infusionsoft um, you know again it was having to come out of that comfort zone and try working with new technology and for me my first <laughs> my first my first failure was uh integrating infusionsoft with the my preferred webinar platform which is evergreen business systems and basically i set it up wrong so <laughs> i was expecting people to have got all the you know reminder emails and the, to, to click the link to join the webinar and none of them went out and I, I, I had tested it a million times and it worked perfectly. And then on the real live one, I must have forgotten to do something. I, I think I'd switched the wrong button by mistake somewhere and nobody got the the emails. So I, I was all on my lonesome. I had my webinar. I theoretically got loads of registrants. But when it came to being live, nobody was showing up. And uh, I can tell in my dashboard that there was nobody there. So it was like, oh, now what do I do? <laughs> Well, that must have been really frustrating. It was, but you know uh, what? In the end, it was something simple. It was something that I hadn't done. And, you know, the the, the biggest advice for me is to get the right help. You know, don't try and do it all by yourself. And, you know, that's what I... I, I'm I'm a bit of a a git for trying to do everything myself and not getting the help that I need. But once I got the right help, you know, started getting off in the right direction... And, you know, the thing is with Infusionsoft, it oh, it does so much more with, you know, for your webinars because it's all the money in the webinars is in the follow-up. And Infusionsoft yes. really helps you because you can send different emails to those who did attend, to those who didn't attend. And then, you know, uh, when you send out the replay, you can send different emails to the ones who did watch the replay and the ones who haven't watched it yet. And, oh, there's just so much you know, more that you can do with Infusionsoft that you could do uh, with the autoresponders that I was using previously. So I think a lot of people listening to this, Tina, will be certainly 
thinking about using webinars with Infusionsoft if they're not already. Mm. And you you mentioned a third party integration mm. there, which I think was you know definitely interesting. Um, one of the questions I have though is, was that really the? I mean, often what I find is people buy Infusionsoft and they buy it and straight away launch into a big complex product. Mm. And so like an integration, for example. Yeah. And I think that's that serves as being part of the first thing that challenges people because they kind of buy this thing that um, they believe quite rightly will do everything, but sometimes it's a bit of a, you've got to take it in bite-sized mm. journeys. And the integration with a third party you're kind of adding two complexities in the same time, would you say that oh, that's a, a fair assessment? definitely. And for me, the aha moment would have been to take it one step at a time and <laughs> not try and rush everything. As you say, I tried to do all of these complex things all at once, when actually what I needed to do was just take it one step at a time and get to understand what I was working with. Um, because it's the integration with the outside um uh, platforms which was really throwing me and you know it's it made getting them to talk to each other but once you understand what you're doing that part of it becomes much easier so it's it's just taking it one step at a time and and what's really nice is when you're doing webinars and using Infusionsoft to manage the people who are attending, the people who don't attend, and the follow-up, as you mm. say, is that you don't have to do the integration up front, do you? You could, um, you can actually just pr pr um, send out and promote to a list of people that you've got an event on. They can then register through whatever system you're using. And then with a little bit of manual work, you can bring those people back in and run those follow-up campaigns. Absolutely. It's lovely to have the integration for sure but it's not that you know so if anybody's worried about oh no integrating with webinars it sounds really complicated the nice thing is you don't it doesn't have to be that way but having done it Tina I mean having done it now and looking back that integration work must now be worthwhile to you it is you know not, I'm still learning I'm still getting my head around it um I think you know if I'm honest it frightened me for a while and it kind of sent me back into my safe harbour and I was sticking with what I knew, um, which is a bit daft. <laughs> so I needed to get back on my sort of uh, sailing ship again. Um, and, and it is taking it in chunks. And if, if something go, you know doesn't work because it's complicated to start with, say, OK, how can I simplify this? As you say, I could have made it an awful lot simpler. But also getting help, you know, talking to people like you. I mean, when when you you sat down and uh, and explained stuff for me, it was like, ah, oh, really? I didn't know I could do it like that. I didn't know I could make it that easy. <laughs> I thought, you know, I, I I thought I had to do it the complicated way because that's what my third party people were telling me to do. I was following their instructions. Whereas if I'd spoken to you first, I could have saved myself a lot of headaches. Well, that's very, very kind. I um, I think often, sometimes with Infusionsoft, there are simpler ways to do mm. things. And I think it's about starting out and getting getting the simple things to create the funding and create the success for you that's going to allow you to do some more complex mm. things down the road. So, I mean, one of the things we uh, kind of like to hear about here on, on this podcast, Tina, is what your proudest entrepreneurial moment is we're enthused entrepreneur um and you know you must have been so enthusiastic and excited at some point that 
it made you proud about something you did or somebody you helped or something that you've uh, managed to achieve? Yeah, well, for me, I guess it's, I've always been passionate about helping um, other entrepreneurs to find it easier to attract clients uh, because I first trained as a coach, crikey, about 12 years ago now. And I just struggled so much to get clients. I didn't have a clue, you know. Um, I'd got all the qualifications under the sun, but I had no clue when it came to marketing my business. So once I started learning about that, and then I was able to, um, you know, turn my passion, which is presenting and speaking, into helping others to make money from their business, um, that for me is brilliant and you know the first time I um, started getting other people running webinars that was very satisfying and, and for me as well the proof proving that what they say about webinars works because it's it's one thing when you you know watch all these other webinars by the gurus saying you know how to make six figures in a month and you know all all of this kind of thing but you don't quite believe it um, but when I had my first five-figure five months, you know, I made $16,000 just off the back of one webinar. For me, that was then the moment that went, do you know, even the non-gurus can do this. And if I can do it, I can teach others to do it. You know, it's not just the people who've got the big JV contacts. It's not just the people who are already making a mint on the internet who can have successful webinars but it's people who are starting out can have that kind of success as well um so you know that for me was just like yes <laughs> i can do it and i can teach others to do it as well that's that's an amazing entrepreneurial moment i'm sure when you found that through the promotion of a webinar and 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 that you're able to do a sixteen thousand yeah. dollar month which is amazing i mean and it's just Absolutely getting the brilliant. pieces of the jigsaw puzzle together you know, I had some of them, but maybe not in the right order. Um, and maybe I was just missing a piece or two. But now that I've got all those pieces together, it works. And I've gone from, you know, having to supplement my coaching income um, through other work to supporting myself through a regular monthly income doing what I love. And that's what I want brilliant. for my clients. That's brilliant. And... Um... I was going to ask, you know, tell me more about um, other th the way that you promoted that event because that sounds like a, a couple, of, either a couple of good events, but a good month. Mm. And the, one of the big things is about promoting webinars. What sort of things did you put in place to get people there? It, because you didn't have a really big list. No, of I didn't. I worked um, with joint ventures. I was working um, with a lady who's quite massive in the social media side of things, and she put um uh, uh put what i was doing and put details of my webinar out to her list and i also did things like putting on you know facebook events google plus events there are loads of ways that you can actually promote a webinar and it was amazing i actually only had 100 seats available and then got 535 registrations so in hindsight i've you know if i was to do that again I would either increase the amount of people I could take or I would run uh, more live webinars because as I learned, tend people tend not always to listen to the recording. So it's important to get as many people on live as you can. Yeah, absolutely. And do you tend when you're running with joint ventures, what would be your 
recommendation to anybody looking at doing webinars about running joint ventures? Would you run one webinar per joint venture partner for their list, for their groups of people? I think it all depends really on how um, on, on, on what their audience is. So next week, for example, I've got, um, I'm doing some webinars, uh, one which I'm working with a few different joint ventures and we're all doing that just on the one webinar. But then I've got one joint venture partner and her people, um, she's, she's, um, helps people to sell their books. She's um, a, a coach who helps authors to market their, and sell their books. So because that's quite specific, I'm doing a special webinar just for her audience, which is all about selling more books through webinars. So I think it depends, you know, you, you can work with three or even four joint venture partners on one webinar, or if it warrants it, you know, you can do a special webinar just for their list. I think it depends on the Brilliant. partner you... and what they want, actually. Absolutely, and it's brilliant. You've given us some great content today, um, Tina, which is which is great. What would you say that's the most exciting thing in your business right now? Well, for me, the most exciting thing is the way that the um, the webinar side of things is really taking off. People um, people just can't seem to get enough of it, which is fantastic for me. And the webinar side of my business is just growing massively. And for me, it's also the exciting thing is being able to automate so much of that work. Because one of the things is that as soon as you start becoming more successful, the amount of work you have to do increases. But the great thing that's exciting for me is as things are getting more successful for me, I can automate so much of it through using Infusionsoft, um, which, you know... Let's face it, the dream is to earn the money while you're on the beach, isn't it? So <laughs> I love that. And earn the money while you're on Indeed. the beach, Tina. That sounds great. Which beach would you uh, like to be well, on? Well, right actually, now? for me, it's Gibraltar Beach. Any of the beaches in Gibraltar, I'm, um, that my dream is to move to Gibraltar. So it doesn't have to be the Maldives in particular, although I'd love to go there on holiday. But I want to get out of the rain that we've been having, that's for certain. <laughs> You've been through lots of different things in your life as an entrepreneur and your life in corporate world. But what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur and uh, what did you have to put in place to overcome that? Most definitely systems. Um, not having systems held me back massively. It meant that I, I was working hard and not working smart. I was doing so much stuff manually when I could have been doing it automated um, and not making use of the systems that I, and the software that I had. Um, I ran away from technology instead of learning to embrace it, really, and um, that, for me, was definitely something that was holding me back. That's brilliant. Thanks for that answer. That's, uh, that's definitely a, an interesting one. Quite often comes up when I talk to people about their systems mm. and embracing yeah. technology. It can be tough, you, <laughs> you know, know, but we, we are it, in a... so funny as well. I wouldn't have believed this at all possible. When I was going through all my, um, uh, in my corporate world, I went through all the management degrees and stuff like that. And the bit I hated was managing information and, you know, process flow charts and diagrams and all that. I just used to run a mile. And it's crazy, but I really enjoy them now because I can see that by using them and by having them, it helps me. Um, 
And I would never have believed it possible that I'd be sitting here voluntarily writing flowcharts. <laughs> because <laughs> that's the thing that helps you, you know, make your life easier. It really is. So that's so that's the stuff you hated yeah. in the corporate world. Now you're in Infusionsoft, you yeah. love it. And do you find now that you've got the hang of Infusionsoft, you've been running it for kind of quite a few months now and have started seeing it perform really well in your business mm. um you know building campaigns has it been uh, fairly easy once you got the the basics yeah once, once you've got or... your head around it actually it is it becomes it's like everything you know it does start getting easier and easier the more you do it um and and once you've kind of just understood the basic concepts actually most of it is quite um user-friendly and intuitive it's just getting over that beginning hurdle really so what tina is the best business advice you ever received don't wait for everything to be perfect (laughs) get it out there take action um i remember when i first kind of especially when i was starting to do online products i would go away and like create what i thought were amazing products um, and I take like months over it. Whereas I, you know, when I found, well, actually, I'm, that's not what I need to be doing. I need to be doing something else. And then it was all well, what would, you know, test and measure stuff on easy things first. Um, so just, you know, don't wait for stuff to be completely perfect. Um, and I think a lot of that was fear, is like, oh, what will, what will, you know, what will people think of it and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's about getting perfect, but also being yourself and getting, you know, you're, you've got a message to share. Don't wrap it up in, in you know, false clothing, as it were. Just get that message right. out and be authentic. That's really helpful, I think. And um, being being authentic, it's uh, it's quite important, I guess, in business. Mm. And is it leads me on to my next question, really. I mean, what's being being real and being honest? Personal habits. You know, sometimes we can, um, as entrepreneurs, we can feel like things are really difficult Mm. sometimes it's really brilliant you know what sort of personal habits have you put in place to manage the peaks and the troughs of your daily life well for me it's about having a mechanism to let off steam so for me that's dancing i am a complete um addict of salsa dancing and kind of you know latin uh, latin dancing and for me it's absolutely essential to go out there and have some fun and recharge batteries. So when I'm dancing, I'm letting off steam. Uh, you know, all of the kind of little frustrations of running a business kind of melt away. I have fun, recharge the batteries. So the following day, you know, is, is kind of back to work mode again. I think if you don't have fun and you don't have downtime, it all gets on top of you. And I know when I don't do it, when I say, oh, I'm not going dancing tonight because I need to do this, that or the other that in the long run I suffer from it. Excellent. I guess, well, I don't go dancing, <laughs> I have to say, but I do try and do stuff and, and change the scenery. Mm. So for me, I guess sometimes it's about just taking a break and going out and, and working from Starbucks. Yeah, or absolutely. Check, and make a change of scenery. Yeah, you're so right. I'm lucky because exactly I live right on the coast. And the other thing I sometimes do is I go up onto the Hoe, because I live in Plymouth in the southwest of England, and Plymouth Hoe is absolutely stunning. And I often go up there to see clients 
And sometimes I just go for a walk lunchtime as well, and it's fabulous. I yeah. think you're right, just taking a break and changing the scenery is wonderful. Brilliant. So my next question, we've got not got many left. This has <laughs> been absolutely brilliant. Lovely to hear all about how, you know, webinars have changed everything for you, really, and, and being able to help other people mm. with them. But other than that, and we'll talk about that again in a moment. Um, do you have any other kind of internet resources, either free or, you know, things like um, Trello or lead pages or, or, you know, we hear about them all the time, getting promoted via webinars. Which ones kind of stand out for you have you got something you'd recommend the one thing that helped me massively and um i'm reluctant to let go of it was the first version of optimized press <laughs> and i love it because i use it to do all my um uh, registration pages and all my um you know sales pages in fact my entire membership site is built through optimized press uh as I've already told you, I am a little bit of a technophobe when it comes to new stuff. So I've stuck with the original version of Optimized Press. I can't tell you what Optimized Press 2 is like. Um, and then, I, again, I, I love the webinar platforms. I've got loads of different webinar platforms. Um, I like Evergreen Business Systems. Um, I and mean, obviously, that Evergreen's not free. Now, if anyone wants a really low-cost webinar system... Something called Meat Cheap is brilliant. It's $10 a month. Obviously, it doesn't have the bells and whistles that something like Evergreen or GoToWebinar or any of the others have got. Um, but Meat Cheap, that's um, M-W-T-C-H-E-A-P.com. Um, is really great. Um, I started with Trello, but I kind of... Um, I just went reverted to my pen and paper and my flow charts, to be honest. Excellent. We'll try Meet Cheap, yeah. and uh, well, we'll put we'll put links to everything that you've mentioned and the different yeah, systems. Yeah, I'm not sure you can still get Optimized Press One. You probably have to go to the latest version, which I understand is much more flexible and has got more bells and whistles. Um, but it, it's uh, not as easy to get going with. I think is a bit more of a learning curve with the Optimized Press Two than One. Yeah, I've used Optimized Press too, and I, I really liked it. It just um, it does make things far more graphical. Mm, There's lots of great gather, drag yeah. and drop in it, and um, you know we'll we'll put the links to all of okay, these things cool. in the show notes um, so that people can find them, which would be brilliant. So, a couple of final questions. Um, over your time, you've been a great learner. And what sort of books would you mm. recommend? I mean, do you have any number one book that's changed your world, your perception on business that, that other people can learn from? Well, I've, I've well, loads. I've got a massive list, really. But um, one that I just finished reading, which I really enjoyed, was Expert Success by Daniel Wagner. I also enjoyed The Charge by uh, Brendan Bouchard. Those are both brilliant yeah, books, ones that and I've got. I'm just and waiting I, I for my agree. copy of the new book um, that's coming out uh, that Nick James and Dan Bradbury's written. I brilliant. What's what the name of that? Do you know? Because um, no. I haven't had it yet. I'll find out and I'll make sure I include Yeah, brilliant. I can't wait for that well, one. So. That's going to be a good one. But um, it, it will be for sure. And um, I guess 
you know, you are the webinar diva. You do lots of services to help other people with their webinars as well. Um, tell us, you know, for a few few moments, just give us an idea of the types of things that people should really consider if they're looking at doing webinars and also, you know, how to really make them work inside of Infusionsoft. What's been the number one thing that you've learned? Um, and, and thinking about, um, you know, the one piece of advice you can give people who are starting or thinking their Infusionsoft journey, um, what types of things should they go away and build i mean we already kind of mentioned they need to start with simple yeah. things but um what kind of key advice would you leave i us think with? the thing to do is to go, kind of go away and work out what it is that what's their strategy and it's almost you know we've already mentioned it but sit down and work out some flow charts and then to look at what can be done simply but do you know for me the biggest the biggest piece of advice i can give anybody is to get a mentor um Having a mentor has changed my life completely. Um, I've had a few different mentors now, and I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't worked with a mentor. So I think for me, the biggest piece of advice is don't try and do it all by yourself. You know, either join a mastermind group or get a mentor or both and talk to people about, you know, do some research about what would be the best kind of mentor to get or mastermind group to belong to. Because for me, it's made all the difference in the world because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, okay. And one of the things I would say, knowing you, Tina, is, you know, for anybody listening right now, you are the mentor for somebody who's thinking about starting their own webinars. So, you know, tell us where we can find out more about you. Um, tell me a few things about the programs that you have and that you run, and um, people can go and look at the show notes page to, to link to you. Okay, but cool. I know that you are absolutely amazing at helping people get their webinar off Thank the ground, you. helping them with all the technical stuff and the presentation, and, you know, uh, that's going to be really important. But what's great for this audience is that you also know how the Infusionsoft stuff comes together. You know how to think about the follow-up and I think that's going to be really useful insight so take it away tell us a bit more about you <laughs> and then we'll close okay well people can find out a little bit more about me in a couple of different ways first of all um my webinar diva website which is webinardiva.com nice and simple and that's webinar diva with no hyphens or anything in the middle just webinardiva.com and also I've got a blog, which is tinasibley.com, and that's Sibley spelled S-I-B-L-E-Y. Um, and I kind of blog on there quite frequently about lots of tips to do with public speaking in general, um, particularly, obviously, about webinars, but also about technology. For example, I did a recent blog all about the all the different um, platforms um, and software that was coming out to turn google hangouts into webinars brilliant that sounds really topical yeah. and interesting and i did a review right of now, all the so. different ones um and next week i'm actually launching my wicked webinars program and that will be um uh i'm running a webinar i haven't got the registration page set up for that yet but i can let you have it when i do um, Great. um but if you want more details on the program that i'm offering it's um wickedwebinars.com and that's uh, with a hyphen in between the two words so wicked-webinars.com brilliant thanks tina and um you know i really appreciate listening to you today hearing about your 
you know, your quote that you quoted us at the beginning, um, learning about your journey, understanding how you've uh, struggled with Infusionsoft, but have succeeded and are now seeing some great results from it. And, um, you know, we really wish you luck and look forward to maybe catching up with you uh, in the future so you can give us some more amazing results like you've talked about today. So thank you so much for coming and speaking to uh, the Enthused Entrepreneur audience. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, that was great listening to Tina. Thank you so much, Tina, for coming along and speaking to the Enthused podcast audience. Um, We really look forward to the next podcast episode and uh, look forward to hearing about Tina's success in the future. So the enthusedentrepreneur.com, we'd love you to come visit our website to take a look at the show notes page to opt in and get some notification about when the next shows are available. And if you really like this podcast and you'd like us to do more, then do give us a review over on, on iTunes. The other thing which would be fantastic is if you know anybody who's using Infusionsoft, if you're using Infusionsoft and you've got a fantastic story to tell, then do let me know and we'll make sure to uh, schedule in a uh, episode of the Enthused Entrepreneur podcast where you can tell us all about your journey, um, how it's uh, evolved, how you've used Infusionsoft over the time with your business. So signing off, it's Ashley Marshall here with the Enthused Entrepreneur podcast and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you.